0: i talk to you about the threefold cord of encouragement. And this is something the Lord showed me um, about six months ago. I wrote down these three, these three topics, these three uh, points that I'm going to hit on today. I wrote them down when someone was talking about being discouraged. They were talking about being upset, and they were frustrated. And immediately, these three things came down. I wrote them down, and I've just had them in my, my folder in my Bible since. I've read them from time to time and thought, you know, I really don't know what that's for. I, I didn't prepare a sermon for it. I feel like it's a word for us today. I feel like it's specifically for today. Um, I was reading it this week, and it just jumped out at me, and the Lord kind of gave me something to tie it together. Um, But the first thing I want to say is the word encouragement means to add courage, to give joy, strength, to give faith, to inspire, to empower, to give confidence, or to reassure. I want to say all those again, to add courage, to give joy, to give strength, faith, to inspire, to empower, to give confidence, or to reassure. That's what the word encouragement means. And so today I want to give you three keys. I don't usually do stuff like this, but I think these are three keys that if you'll use these in your life, you'll stay encouraged. How many you want to stay encouraged? And, not, and, and where depression and oppression feels foreign when it comes instead of common? How many once when depression comes, you want to be like, dude, I don't reckon I'm not used to operating in depression and, and oppression. This doesn't feel right. I need to move back over into the joy of the Lord, right? And into the courage, into an encouraged atmosphere. So when the enemy comes in and tries to sow seeds of discouragement and, and doubt and fear, I want to recognize immediately this is foreign to me. This isn't right. I'm supposed to operate in the in the kingdom. And so I want to give you these three things in Ecclesiastes 4, verse uh I just want to read verse 12. It says, though one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. And it says, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. I just wanted to take that scripture today and tell you that if you combine these three things together, these three points in your life, you will not become discouraged. First of all, the key to to not being discouraged or disappointed is those whose hope is in the Lord will never be disappointed. Why don't you say that with me? Those who hope in the Lord will never be disappointed. And so that's the key of, of, all, of all things. But in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, and again, I'm going to go the, the, the Reader's Digest version today. But in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, it says this. And, and you may hear this and think, How, what does that have to do with encouragement? Um, we'll, we'll see here in a second. The first key, the first chord to stay encouraged is, is in Acts 3, verse 19. It says, repent and turn to the Lord so that times of refreshing may come to you. And I was thinking about this this week, and when I wrote this down months ago, I didn't even ever think of preaching it. I didn't ever think of putting it in this kind of a package. And I began to think about it. How does repenting and turning towards you bring encouragement to me? I don't understand the things of the kingdom, all of them, right? We're learning it day by day. We learn more and more and more. But I do know this, that when I come to the Lord and I repent of wrong attitudes, wrong things that I've done, and I turn my affection towards him, not just say, Lord, I want to be close to you, but I allow my heart to turn towards him. Like we open up today, I, w- I felt it was really important to hit on that to open, that when we turn to our hearts toward him, our affections of our heart, when we seek him with all of our heart, he's found by us. When I do that, when I repent, turn my heart towards him and really feel that what I did was not right and I turn away from that and turn towards him, I'm immediately encouraged. I'm immediately lifted up. How many have ever ever had this experience in your life? You've been going through things and you stopped and you said, Lord, I need to turn towards you. And that moment of turning towards him, times of refreshing comes to you. It's scriptural. This is the first chord of of a three-chord thing that says if you can do these three things, you'll never be disappointed. You'll never be discouraged. If you can learn to, to turn towards him, encouragement just comes. He, the, the Bible even says that he sends ministering angels to us. Yeah, he even sent ministering angels to Jesus after he was tempted, and they came and encouraged him. Uh, so when you and I are going through times where we feel dis- depression, discouragement, doubt, fear, when we feel these things come in, I want you to remember step number one is have I turned towards the Lord? Have I repented? Because if not, times of refreshing cannot come to me. The key to, to get this process rolling is to turn your heart toward the Lord. See, the wages of sin is death. That means that sin opens us up to depression, discouragement, doubt, fear. It opens us up to all kinds of negative things, right? But if we'll turn our heart's affection toward the Lord and love Him and, and feel, feel right with Him, right, we'll immediately become encouraged. Number two, again, we're going to run through this very quickly today. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6, I want to give some quick background um, David and his men had just come back from, from uh, pursuing, uh, whether we should pursue in battle battle, this and that. And they came back to their hometown, which was called Ziklag. And when they got there, the town had been completely destroyed. It had been completely burned down. Every house, everything was, t- was torn down and lit on fire. All of his, all of his uh, women and his children were taken hostage. None of them were killed, but they were all taken hostage by this band of raiders that came in. And his town was totally destroyed. David and his men had been going through a real tough time. How many knows that depression and discouragement usually comes when you're tired, when you're weary, when you've been going through a tough time? Well, David and them had been fighting. They'd been going through some, some warfare and things going on. So they were already tired. And they're just wanting to come home and rest and spend time with their wives and their children and rest in, in their castle. You know, your home is your castle, right? They just wanted to come back and relax. When they come home, everything's destroyed, their women and children are gone. And the, David and his men immediately fell on the ground and began to cry out to God and begin to sob and weep, "Why has this happened to us? And then we pick up in First Samuel verse, First uh, Samuel chapter 30, verse six, and it says that David was greatly distressed because the men were talking about even stoning him. <laughs> they were mad at David for leading him into battle and all these things and got their wives and, and, and kids taken away from him. And he was upset. And each one was bitter in spirit because their sons and daughters were taken away from them. And then in verse 6 of chapter 30 of 1 Samuel, David found strength in the Lord. In other translations it says David encouraged himself in the Lord. So step one to staying encouraged is repent and turn toward the Lord. Step two is encourage yourself in the Lord. What does that mean? It means you need to rehearse in your mind what the Lord says about you. Please listen to me. Anytime doubt, discouragement, or depression tries to come in and you turn your heart to the Lord and you still feel discouragement, depression trying to take root, then you need to begin to say with your mouth and rehearse the promises of God over your life. You need to begin to say, no, the Lord said that he was my provider. If you're struggling financially and depression tries to come in, how are you going to pay the bills? How are you going to do that? That's the language of depression and the language of the enemy, right? When that happens, we need to immediately say no, the Lord is my provider. He says that, that he's we've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread, right? He will supply all of my riches and glory according to Christ Jesus, right? Begin to be- declare promises of his word. If you're struggling with, with there's a family crisis going on or there's, there needs to be reconciliation, and the enemy, co- enemy comes in and he tries to say, hey, your family's never going to be together. It's always going to be fragmented. You're always going to be at odds with your brother or sister or mother or father. Then you need to say, No, that's not the language of God. This is what the Lord says that He would save my entire household, that He gave me the ministry of reconciliation. I can make wrong things right. Then you be- begin to rehearse and put in the front of your mind what God says about something instead of what the enemy's feeding you. Amen? So, real quick, rehearse what the Lord says. Think about what He says about your situation. Number three. So, number one is what? Repent, turn toward the Lord. Number two is. Re- is, sorry, remind, remind yourself of what he's done. Remind yourself of who he is. Rehearse what he's saying about you. Number three, it's found in Proverbs 11, verse 25. And it says this, he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Why don't you say that with me? He who refreshes others will also be refreshed. See, the key to, the key to staying encouraged is to turn a heart to the Lord Think about what he's done, not what he hasn't done. Rehearse in our minds. Say over and over and over again what he's done, his promises, maybe testimonies that he's done for you. I'm glad we did testimonies before this because it makes us think right. When we hear testimonies and what God's done, it gets us to think right. Instead of thinking what God hasn't done or what he can't do, we begin to hear what he is doing on the earth, and it totally changes our outlook, right? So step two. Step three is encourage someone else. Refresh someone else. You find someone else that's discouraged, and you just pour encouragement into their life. You come alongside them. You ask them how it's going. You can tell things are going rough. When you feel that things are going rough with someone, you immediately begin to refresh them. Hey, you're not going down. You're not by yourself. You're not in this alone, Angela. You're not fighting this by yourself. We're here with you. We've been through some battles. We know how to get answers. And together, we can do this, right? Don't give up hope. So, so, so the threefold cord. Of staying encouraged is turn toward the Lord, remember all the things he's done, remind yourself of what he's done, and refresh other people. You know, how awesome would it be if we had a body of believers here that anytime anyone was discouraged, they were, they were swarmed with people ready to encourage them. Instead of having to seek people out, oh, I need, you, I need to go see so-and-so so they can encourage me, we begin to pursue people to encourage them. Wouldn't that create a totally different atmosphere in the the atmosphere of the church, the culture of the church? And so today, I know it's really fast, real quick. It's been a great day. I've I've enjoyed everything that's going on. I love hearing your testimonies. We want to write them all down and keep a record of them. We're going to have a a book of testimonies for our church that we keep forever. And we write it real pretty so it looks like an ancient book or something. And uh, so we, we love what's going on. And I just want you to stay encouraged. Don't be discouraged. Depression is foreign to believers. Discouragement is not common. It's not something we're supposed to know what it feels like. You're not supposed to understand it. It's not supposed to be, be something you're familiar with. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen? So today I want you to, to remember these things to stay encouraged. Repent, remind yourself, and refresh others. If we can do those things, you will always be encouraged. Amen? Well, thank you, and why don't you just go ahead and stand. Really, I told you it was going to be fast. I think I kept it under about ten minutes. That's a world record for me because I like to talk and tie things up. I'm a teacher, man. I want to break things down. I don't want to just tell you. I want to show it too. But uh, I just want to ask you. We've had prayer time today. We've 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 prayed for specific needs. But I, I want to close and say, if you're here and you've been struggling with discouragement, you're, you're struggling, I not you raise your hand right where you're at? Now here's your. Uh, wait a second. Let's let me let me let me rewind. When people come to our church and they're discouraged, wouldn't it be great if the moment we sense discouragement, we pursued them very quickly and swiftly and surrounded them with love and encouragement? Amen. Let me drop another hint. Whenever we feel someone's discouraged, we should surround them like they're in a huddle or like they captured the man with the football and we're going to tackle them, right? So let me go back. If you're here and you're discouraged right now, you're struggling, I want you to raise your hands. Y'all aren't picking up the clues. We're going to have to rewind. Time out. We're going to rewind again. If someone's discouraged in our church, we should rush them with encouragement, right? Hello? We got it? Everyone got it? When someone's discouraged, we should tackle them with encouragement. We shouldn't have to be asked. We should just pursue them. If you're here and you're discouraged right now, raise your hand. Someone's about to tackle you. (laughs) now when you get there give them a hug love on them but then begin to pray the word of the Lord over their life now pray touch heaven on their behalf Lord we release the favor of heaven over their life we say no to depression We say no to discouragement right now. We release encouragement in this house. We pour courage into their lives, God. They can make it. They will make it. They will not fail. They will not sink. They're an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Come on, declare the word of God over them. We speak courage to their life. We reassure them right now that you're in control, that you're a good God, and you're not going to let us fall. You don't let any of us stumble and fall. You're a good father. We release right now to remember the promises. We turn our heart towards you, and we remember your promises, that you said you would prosper us, that we would be in good health. That our families would be at peace with one another. That we would be, live with peace with one another. You said, Lord, that you, would, you have good plans for us to prosper us, not to harm us, but to give us hope and a future. We release this over this house right now. And, Lord, now we refresh one another. We just speak courage to them. Lord, they're going to make it. They're not, gonna, they're not by themselves. They're not by themselves. They are with a team of people that know how to win in battle. We're with a people that knows how to win in battle, Lord. And of all things, we have the greatest warrior of all kind leading us into war. And we thank you for it, Lord. Amen. I'm going to have to work on your, your ability to re- understand subtle subtle hints, right? Or subliminal messages. I mean, Kevin Nealon used to do Mr. Subliminal on, on Saturday Night Live. It wasn't working. So, hey, I'm serious. Remember these three things. And when you see someone or sense that someone around you is discouraged, do not let them leave without you loving them and bringing them to courage. Amen. 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 Well, Lord, we just ask right now that you would seal this word in our heart, that we'll remember it, that we will be a people that stay encouraged, that we will never be disappointed because our trust is in you. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for being here. All our announcements are on the bulletin.